Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and there's a little trouble down on Andy's farm. So back again for two days in a row, Mr. Matt Rooney. Mr. Rooney, how was the White Sox game? I saw they won. Louise Robert was all over the place. Did you have fun? Yeah, see, there was actually no trouble on Andy's farm. I just begged him to come back on the show today so I can talk about my experience at opening day and then my, my Luis Robert just taking over yesterday's game. Uh, no, to hope, hope everything's good with Andy. Uh, game was great. Uh, a lot of fun. Luis Robert covered my bet for me. I think my baseball bets went 2-1 and one yesterday, but uh, Luis Robert went deep. He stole a couple bases. He made a leap and catch in center field that uh, saved a couple of runs basically won them the baseball game yesterday. So I'm, I'm feeling really good about my plus 2,500 uh, AL MVP ticket, Luis Robert. I can dig it. That's a pretty solid game. Hitting dingers, stealing bases all over the place. So I'm glad you had fun. The White Sox had a good start to their season. I mean, are you really optimistic? Are we going to have the White Sox World Series nonsense to deal with in, in however many months it is until then? You know, it's the same. It's the same as every other team in baseball. If they can stay healthy or relatively healthy, uh, they're going to have a chance. They're, absolutely going to need to add a starting pitcher whether that's early on in the season which they said they might actually be trying to do uh there's talks about them going and trying to get frankie montas from oakland or whether it comes at the trade deadline uh they're going to have to get healthy they're going to have to add a starting pitcher but i mean when they're healthy there's their lineup one through nine can compete with anybody uh, on paper the dodgers probably have the best lineup in baseball but right after that i, I would put the, the white Sox right up there with anybody dan's braves are right there too um, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, coming from the American League, I think the White Sox have as good of a chance as, as anybody to, to represent the AL in the World Series if they can get healthy and stay healthy. Hopefully those injuries that they've suffered early on this year are kind of getting them out of the way now. The nice part about day baseball is you could make it home in time to watch those basketball games. Did you get to see either one? You know, I didn't turn, uh, tune into much of them last night. I was kind of tracking them on uh, on social media, on ESPN. You know, I got home later, was making some dinner, was catching up on some work. Didn't have uh, didn't have too much time to tune in, but I did uh, did see quite a buzz on social media about Anthony Edwards going off and Patrick Beverly just being the king of the celebration. Why don't you tell me about that a little bit? What did I miss there? And you can see the chat's already all over this. Yes, Anthony Edwards will be on my list for MIP candidates next year. We'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets game and the Cavs was a pretty solid game overall. Brooklyn started out fast. It was hard to tell at the end if they were grinding out the game or if things were falling apart a little bit. It's just it's troublesome to see that how bad that defense can be when it's really struggling. I mean, the Cavaliers had great looks all night. Um, as you can see, my dog's very excited about that as well. Um, the Clippers-Minnesota game was a, just a hilarious mess. Um, I don't know if it was good, but gosh, was it exciting. It was up and down. A woman glued herself to the floor at that. one point. Um, yeah, How long did that she... delay the game? I think it took Because I like assume once you get her off the floor, so. you have to kind of get the – you have to scrub that glue off the floor too. It was – surprisingly short given what they said had happened again kevin harlan the ultimate like professional just just consummate professional work from him just talking through the broadcast like nothing's going on and you're just it didn't even occur to me that they had taken like a three four minute break i was like what's going on why aren't we going to timeout and then he made some sort of joke about not having to see reggie miller's wendy's commercials anymore and i was like okay we're stalling now like what the heck's <laughs> going on but yeah it was you know we got back to business pretty quickly and I, I guess that's what the timberwolves needed they um responded pretty quickly grabbed the lead although the clippers came back it was a, a pretty back and forth game i mean pat beverly at, at the end of the day was the real winners as you go through social media and look at 
at some of his stuff. He uh, apparently really had it out for his Clippers uh, former teammates. I, I really had like I again didn't see much of the celebration, but kind of heard about it. Like I, it, it was probably a little bit over the top, but I get it. The Timberwolves are a young team who've never really won that big of a game before. Beverly is hates the Clippers and holds a grudge over anybody he ever thinks is wrong him ever. And if the Clippers let him walk, then then he holds a big grudge against them. I'm sure he was just pumped they won. Nothing wrong with that. That's probably the only big win they're going to get this playoff. So like, good for you. Happy for you. Don't ever rag on people for being excited. Again, it's been a long Sports, time since those has had playoff basketball. They've got playoff basketball, so let them be happy and excited. Again, we've got college teams storming the court in the middle of the season for no reason. So let's everyone cool, cool your jets here. But we've got more play in action tonight. Now I know Matt, you love betting the NBA. Was there anything you had on these? You know, I didn't know a ton about either of these teams. Like I, I think I like the Hawks because I know the. I remember. Last week when we did the show, you gave out Bulls minus two, two and a half against the Hornets. The Hornets came out and absolutely <laughs> stomped all over my Bulls. But before before that, we were talking about the Hornets playing some pretty bad basketball. So I, I guess my inkling is to lean towards Trey Young being in the playoffs, coming back and then kind of beating up on a, a Hornets team not playing their best. The second game, won't lie to you, I haven't watched a lick of the San Antonio Spurs at all this year and only know a little bit about the Pelicans, but I guess that first game was kind of leaning towards Hawks minus the five, but second game kind of nothing for me. It's that's basically where I am. I had this close to the Hawks minus six, six and a half. You know, not enough of an edge for me to play the Hawks there, but I think that is the side to be on. They continue to play better now. John Collins is out. I, I think that really takes away kind of their ceiling, if you will. He really unlocks a lot of them defensively. Takes care of a lot of stuff, but against the Hornets, I'm not sure it's going to be that big of a deal. My only concern will be is I, this has a chance to be an up and down game. But the surprising part about this series is these teams played four times this year and only once scored more than 220. 25 points so i wonder if those are more outliers i wonder what this game looks like you know last night we saw both unders cash pretty easily so these kind of have a feel like playoff games and when things get tight it's generally a little better for the dog so you know if this were a normal regular season game hawks minus five and maybe an over here but given on you know that we've kind of made the switch to more of a playoff atmosphere still like the hawks minus five but not sure what to do with that total wouldn't hold an under bet against you and then i do have a bet actually i like the spurs here um spurs plus okay. five and a half they were really solid against this pelicans team during the season they've been playing better and better basketball popovich has been kind of working them back into form if you will um, got a chance once they kind of locked in their position here in this um, 9 10 game started to rest some guys so they're going to come in here fresh we know brandon ingram will be playing tonight but not at 100%. I just think this is a nice matchup for the Spurs. You know, Pirtle does as decent of a job on Valanciunas as anybody else. And then the guard play for the Spurs really kind of steps things up for them. I mean, it's a nice matchup for Kelvin Johnson. DeWante Murray should have a good game tonight. So give me the Spurs plus the points and, and what I think will be kind of a close game tonight. So lean Hawks, but I'll actually take the Spurs and the points. Yeah, you, you mentioned that 235 being a little bit high. And I, it, well, when I first looked at it at first glance, I thought it's a 225. And then you're talking 235. Sim, like I know, I know I watch playoff basketball, but obviously playoff hockey, I keep a closer eye on. And the sentiment is always, you know, playoffs come around, game gets a little bit tighter, defense gets a little bit stronger, and, you know, teams pay a little bit more attention to that, and it gets a little more physical. Is, is that the same thing with basketball? Because 235, granted, it's a play-in game, but, like, playoff basketball, 235 screams way too high for me. 
If you're going to play the under, take like 230, grab some plus money here because okay. it goes under, it goes way under. But yeah, exactly. That's what you see in playoff basketball. Teams have a more methodical approach on offense. Um, you'll see teams run a little more interesting stuff. Again, they've had some time to look at the defenses on the other side of the ball. Defenses have had longer times to look at the offenses and especially at the end of games because things are a little bit tighter. You'll see teams try to slow down and grind things out again. Exactly what happened with that Nets-Cavs game last night. I think if that's a regular season game maybe the pace stays up a little more and again the Cavs still could have gotten close but I think we would have seen a lot more points so yeah it does things do tighten up okay interesting interesting I think I'm gonna I think we go Hawks in the under I'm waiting for Dan to comment in the chat about why I should avoid the Hawks at all costs because with the exception of the Braves now being world champions I feel like Dan Dan loves being a little pessimistic towards his teams but I'm I'm waiting for a comment there but I think I'm leaning Hawks in the under I think that's I think that's gonna be my bet for tonight Oh, Dan has no idea what to expect for tonight. That's the most optimistic I think he's been about the Hawks in a while. That's the nicest thing he said in months about the Atlanta Hawks. But you had a good day on the diamond yesterday. What do you got for us today? I see some more total bases. Yeah. Again, the Luis Robert, that was that was a cakewalk. And then uh, I like this. We're laying the, laying extra runs. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm I starting to like these total bases bets. I, used, I took a lot of them with the White Sox last year because I was a team, obviously, I follow a bit closer, so I had more of a feel for the game. Started – I'm going to start taking a look at more of those around, you know, around baseball, not just the team that I root for watch every day. Uh, Starting with Nolan Arenado and the Cardinals, he's off to a fantastic year this year. I think he's got three homers, three doubles in in five games. They're going up against Zach Grinke and the Royals. Zach Grinke is their quote unquote ace, but he's not the pitcher he used to be, you know, three or four years ago. Arenado's familiar coming and being in the NL West with the Rockies. Grinky was in the NL West with the uh, with, with Dodgers and the D-backs. So I, I like two plus total bases there with the ex, with the amount of extra base hits Arenado has in his home park. Uh, feeling pretty good to start the year. He's an NL MVP candidate um, every year. I, I like those odds at even money for plus, two plus total bases. Astros Diamondbacks. Going back to the well here. Uh, Astros <laughs> gave out this bet yesterday. Astros only won two to one. It's still a really good team against a pretty bad team. I, I, the, uh, I think three of the four Diamondbacks losses this year have been by multiple runs. The one that wasn't was last night. I just I like the Astros. Framber Valdez is on the mound for them. He's a very good pitcher. Uh, I think Merrill Kelly throws for the D-backs. He had a fine first start, but I, I like the Astros. They're just a better baseball team here. It's a kind of a don't think, just shoot here. You get plus money on the run line with, this, with a team that hits as well as Houston. I'm going to take that. And my homer pick of the day, going back to the White Sox, well, if they play tonight, I know we talked about yesterday, I got lucky with opening day weather. I just looked out my window here. It was going to be a big cancellation day, right? A big it, we're we're probably going to be canceled today. I would have to think, or at least delayed to tomorrow. The only issue is Seattle doesn't come back to town this year, so they have to play a doubleheader tomorrow. So I think they're going to try to get this one in, but I highly, or maybe get in five and then finish tomorrow or something. I'm not really sure, but it's going to be tough with the weather. But uh, Andrew Vaughn's going to be in the lineup today because the White Sox went up against the lefty. Andrew Vaughn is a incredibly talented now second year player who absolutely mashed lefties last year, struggled against righties, being a righty hitter. That's something that will probably come along. But for now, they're kind of easing him into a platoon situation, taking on lefties. He's got two homers down the year, both against lefties. Um, he's a very talented hitter and going up against the lefty. Granted, is the defending uh, AL Cy Young Award winner and Robbie Ray. Um, I like him going up against the lefty, the lefty starter in you know, early on in the season where they're still kind of feeling themselves, not quite in their groove yet at plus 155 for a hitter that hits lefties really well in his own park. Uh, I like those odds a lot, so I'm not going to pass up on it. But that said, I would be a little bit surprised if they got that one in today. 
And if the weather keeps holding up like it is, and they do do a let's try and get this one in, see if we can play five some innings, that might be one you worry about him getting cut short on at bats because the game becomes official. So ease into that, check the weather before you take it. But I, I like that if the game goes you know full and they they're able to play nine innings. I could dig it, and that is pretty tricky. I mean, uh, they only have to play what seven innings for it to be an official five game. Five and or? a half. Five and a half. Five and you and know, half. If, yeah, if the home if the home team is uh, trailing through you know, the first half of the fifth, they got to play the bottom of the fifth. Uh, but yeah, five and a half innings. So interesting. Well, got a little baseball. Hopefully, this afternoon again. It looks like the weather's bad. I heard there's a couple games that look like they're at risk. Something going on in the Midwest there. We'll we'll see how it goes. But we'll it's always how it is here like in April. Letters. <laughs> But we still have some tennis because the weather's nice in Florida. They're just fine down there. Um, kind of an interesting story with yesterday's bets. Got a bunch of CLV on our parlay, but unfortunately, Miss Sharma pulled out of the tournament. So we'll have just one leg of that alive. Haley Baptiste, we got around 2.30 yesterday, is now 3.30 today. So a nice chunk of CLV for us. But double check your parlays. They should still be open. And if you're looking for Sharma, that's why she's not there. She decided not to come and um, is out of the tournament. But we still got the Baptiste leg at 1 in the afternoon. Now, the other bet we made yesterday, Alicia Parks, it was plus 105, and I assure you that this isn't a typo. Um, the market disagrees with me here. They very much like Carolyn Dullhide. Uh, Parks has been bet um, against pretty heavily now. is all the way up to plus 150. I actually went in and took another half unit at this price. Um, again, I have this much closer than this line is. It's, you know, Dullhide's still a favorite here, but, you know, just barely. I mean, it'd be close to a pick for me, honestly. That's why I like the plus money yesterday. So plus 150, I added another half a unit. Kudos to you if you waited, you get a better price. And then we've got a nice underdog here for us later in the day. Coco Vandaway, um, Coco the Elder, if you will. We've got Coco Goff now. And before Coco Goff, there was Coco Vandaway. And she closes out things tonight around 5 o'clock. Uh, this match should start Eastern time, maybe 5.30. And look for Gabrielle Talaba or Talaba Lee, sometimes Lee again. And unfortunately, when some of these people get married, they don't quite change their name. And there's some books that make the change, some that don't. But look for the dog playing against Coco Vandaway because she's going to be on clay. It's a really terrible surface for her. She just continues to be on the decline. And I, as much as she could use the ranking points, and I think she might actually you know, give a full effort here, she's just going to be you know, kind of a fish out of water a little bit. And Lee, again, not the best player in the world, but have this match, honestly, less than 160 probably i mean the first number i came up with was plus 150 adjusted for some market stuff and settled right around plus 170 plus 180 so plus 230 the plus four and a half games both look great so i'll put a half a unit on the money line there um and then grab the four and a half games as well because i think lee at least gets a set here and probably wins this match so a nice underdog for us a little bit later before the basketball starts you, you know I'm a, I'm a sucker for some juicy plus money numbers, so I'm glad you threw that one out. Leave those two out there. What time do those two get going? Um, the Coco match, the big dog, is at 4.13. I'm sorry, okay. uh, 5.30 Eastern, and then it looks like Parks will be about 2.30 this afternoon or later. Okay, so we got some time still. So what are we betting tonight? I mean, we, you're here. There must be some hockey, right? Small slate tonight. We only got three. For whatever, the the nights that they have the national games, maybe it's they just want people watching the, the TNT broadcast. The NHL only has like two or three games on. So there's only three games on tonight. Two of them are on TNT. Uh, didn't really love a whole lot, but there is a, a kind of heavy favorites money line parlay. I decided to throw them in there on FanDuel. Uh, I have it at plus 104 right now. 
Uh, I have seen the lines both kind of moving throughout the day. I kind of had the tab open on FanDuel. It did get down to minus 102, and then it was back to like plus 102. So anywhere around plus 105 into the minus 110 range, I feel comfortable taking it. Uh, We bet the Kings last night minus one and a half against my Blackhawks. Uh, That worked out very well at plus 172. They beat the Blackhawks five to two. It wasn't really all that close. I think the Hawks cut it to four to two, but late in the Kings took a uh, made it five to two very quickly after. So it wasn't really all that much in doubt. But back to backs against teams like the Avalanche, who are fresher, who skate really well against a team like the Kings, who are not a bad team by any means. They're good, likely going to be a playoff team, but they, they don't play quite as fast of a game as the Kings. They're going to try and slow things down or as the Avalanche. Excuse me. They're trying to slow things down. Uh, that doesn't often work on second ends of back-to-backs against teams like the Avalanche, who are, who are as good on offense as fast as they are. So I like the Avalanche money line at home there. Uh, and then the Rangers against your Flyers. I, I didn't. I, I don't like betting against the Flyers when you're on the show because it always seems to come back to bite me. I don't know why. I don't know, if you have, I don't know if you have a hex on me or something. It's like the only times the Flyers win every, every this year when I'm on the show betting against them. Uh, but we're going to take the Rangers money line here. Also played last night. But they have uh, they lost a, a tough one to Carolina, who they're chasing in the division. They're now two points behind the Hurricanes in the division. They have a chance to make up those two points they lost last night, get themselves back in a tie. Um, I really like their chances here. Again, I know it's on the second end of a back-to-back, but they're better than the Flyers. They're kind of getting into crunch time of the season here. And if they want to win their division, they're going to have to get the two points against teams like Philly. Uh so this is a, a spot I trust them to go out and do that in. So this, this uh, I think both money lines are around minus, I think the range is like minus 210. The abs are like minus 250 or so, something like that. So not much value on them by themselves, but I think if you parlay them, get them right around even money, whole lot of value there with these two very good teams and the, the abs obviously going up against the, the less fresh team. I like it. So abs, Rangers, money line parlay, watch some hockey on TNT. I think they're actually back to back. I can dig it. You don't even have yeah, to. Yeah, it's usually it. how it goes. Yeah, I'm familiar, very much familiar with TNT and their bow guarding of slates from time to time. So it looks like the NHL is adopting the same thing, which is good. We got more hockey on TV. I'll definitely be flipping back and forth to that. Watching yeah, my TNT's Flyers probably a, get beat up. Similar with how they do with the NBA. I, now, no show will ever be as good as inside the NBA because that broadcast. I'm not even like the biggest of basketball fans. I still tune in to watch that show because it's so entertaining. But TNT has done a great job with the NHL broadcast this year, and I'm, I'm glad they got it. They got a good panel. Uh, they they seem to know what they're doing when it comes to uh, hosting, uh, previewing, recapping sports. I love it. It's great. More sports, more better. That's all we got for you today. And you know, remember, folks, positivity is contagious. So why don't you spread a little positivity around? Give us a thumbs up. It'll help Andy us. Andy like you. You'll feel better. We'll feel better. Andy, wherever he is, will feel better. So give us a thumbs up, a like, all that good stuff. Thanks for watching, and we'll be back tomorrow.